Like most things I talk about on this podcast, I didn't really know what an ego was for a while. I knew having a big ego meant like you thought you were better than other people and kind of an asshole asshole and probably like usually like a man. I feel like a man is someone who I would describe as like having ego issues. I don't know why, but in society we associate egos with men like like okay, like Donald Trump has like a big ego and that makes him like kind of a jerk, right? You wouldn't think like you know, who, whoever you like, you don't really associate it with people in your day to day unless they're like gigantic jerks. Um, and I think for this reason, I saw egos as like this very stereotypical thing. Again, things you see in like TV and movies. And I just never really thought about how any of it manifested in real life. I never thought about my ego because I thought and get this, that I didn't have one at all because I'm not an asshole. I mean, like, like I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm not a jerk. So like, that's, that's what I thought. Anyway, I'm not a mean man. I'm not on succession. I'm not like whatever. I'm a very chill, like nice laid back young lady. And people like me don't have egos in the way that we think about egos. But also you hear about this concept, the concept of ego in psychology, like with the ego and the id, right? And the id is kind of like the animalistic part of your brain. And the ego is kind of what is allegedly keeping your animalistic part at bay. So it keeps your natural impulses more centered and makes us actually think about what we're going to do next rather than just doing it. It's kind of like the critical thinking part of our brain, I guess. Like we may want to steal $20 from a tip jar, but we're not going to actually go do it. So what I find so interesting about this is that my ego, when I think about my actual ego, that's actually what I would consider the animalistic and uncontrollable side of me. And it's usually the side of me that gets me into trouble in life. Welcome back to Depressed Girl's Guide to Life, your average mental health podcast by an average girl in progress. I'm on this journey with you. I'm going to struggle and you're going to struggle, but that's a part of it. And I'm here to tell you you're not alone. I may not have all the answers as usual, but I do get it. And hopefully some of what I say will be relatable and relevant for you as you go through life. And maybe you can apply it through any situation you're going through. As mentioned, today we are talking about egos. So what's my definition of ego? Because before I said I had no idea what it was and like all of that. And the ego I would equate to like the stereotypical version of what I would think of as someone's ego. I would equate to stubbornness or pride or like a mix of both. And, you know, like it's the idea that like, you know, nobody's gonna undercut you and you're the best and whatever. Like if you have a, if you have a strong ego, like I feel again, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, I feel like is like my prime example because he's really bad at taking criticism. And yeah, he just like is really a great example of someone who has like an ego of what you would think of as an ego. Anyway, whatever. So I went to a psychic recently and he said, I remember this so clearly. The one thing he said, he was like, your ego needs to be controlled. And when I think about the traditional definition of an ego, like the Donald Trump one, I would be like, that's a load of crap. But when I think about my definition and the ways I've been thinking about it more recently, I would actually agree. And I would say it's true. Like, I do have an ego problem. I don't want to have it, but that's what I was trying to say before. It's untamed and it has a mind of its own completely. So I should probably tell you what my definition is as I go on and on about it. Okay, what I think of as ego. Ego mostly comes out when you're interacting with other people. If we're being honest, mine comes out when I'm usually interacting with people who I know well and who I'm comfortable with um, rather than people who I like don't know super well. 
Um, I usually don't like sick my ego on people who I don't know like that well. Um, usually, I mean, there have been obviously a few occurrences, but I feel like I've gotten better at not like losing my shit at strangers. <laughs> um, and I think I let my ego out with people who are close to me because like, it's kind of like the idea of like, they're going to love me no matter what. Right. Or like they should love me no matter what. Um, it's definitely, you know, out there and prominent with my family. And I would say like in a lot of families, I think the idea of an ego comes into play. Um, and if you have siblings, like you'll probably kind of get what I'm saying. So here's the scenario. My sister will recommend a restaurant and, you know, like she's vegan, has dietary restrictions. So I sort of like maybe say I'm like, okay, like maybe let's go somewhere else or let's do something else. And in my mind, I'm annoyed already. Like I already have this annoyed feeling in my brain because she has only thought about herself in this situation and her own dietary preferences and like what she wants to eat. And she hasn't thought about me. Now she will react to my tone and will be annoyed also. And then I'll be annoyed that she's annoyed because she never considered me in the first place and blah, 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 whatever. And then the conversation kind of stops being about where we wanted to eat and turns into something completely different and way less productive. Because here's the thing. She feels disrespected, but so do I. And then we get into the fact that we're both disrespected and it becomes so personal and in your feelings and something that really shouldn't even carry that much weight, but that's like the problem with ego. A silly conversation and something that really should be innocuous, like again, think of whatever, whoever it might be, it might be with your mom or your sister or your partner or whoever, something small and innocuous, like what are we going to order for dinner tonight becomes super like emotionally charged and overly emotional on both sides. And to me, there's so much more context and disrespect coming through than just asking where to eat, right? It becomes like a larger theme of like, you never consider my perspective. You never think about me. It's only, you know, about you. And then my quote unquote ego gets bruised. Um, and it gets really personal. And this is why I say it mostly happens with people who you're super close to, like family, because usually there has to be a history there for ego to kind of rear its head. Um, there has to be a pattern of like, you never do X, Y, Z thing for me. And that's why normal conversations turn into like deeply unproductive things. And again, I mentioned this. I want to talk about this topic because I've seen this stuff time and time again. Like I see it not just within me, but I see it with other people. You see, for example, like couples who have been together a really long time. I've noticed like none of their conversations are really about like all of their conversations have like weird coded vibes to them, which kind of like is fucked up. And I don't really know. Like the end of this episode, I'm going to basically tell you, I have no idea what to do about this issue. So like, just wait for that. But like, that's crazy. You know what I mean? You see a couple or you see people who have just been together for a really long time and it'll be like, Oh, do you want like this thing? Or do you want a salad or do you want whatever? And it'll, I don't know why all my examples are about food. I feel like that's what I like get into fights the most about, which is weird. Like it shouldn't be like that, but um, cause food is, you should enjoy your, like your food, your food life. That shouldn't be something you're fighting with people about, but yeah, I feel like it t tends to come down to food stuff because that's like when you're in a communal situation and people are like, Oh, like, let's go to this place. Let's go to that place. And choice, you know, like, I think we've talked about this before where like the choices you make in life really matter. So like when you feel like your autonomy is being robbed from you, that's really a horrible feeling because 
you're like, I no longer feel like I have control over my life and whatnot. And again, like I'm, we're talking about something so silly. We're talking about takeout. But to me, when I get deep into my feelings about this, it's you never let me have choice. You never consider my feelings. You only think about yourself. And again, that's like just where this stuff happens. I could just talk about it all the time. The whole, like for just, I don't even know. I feel like the scary thing about ego is that we don't even really know when it's interfering with our lives. Um, And I think too, the more I think about it, I'm thinking about the trauma episode from a few weeks ago. And to me, it also, that, that plays a huge part in it where you're letting old patterns of behavior dictate the way that you are approaching a present day problem that might have nothing to do with how you were wronged in the past, even by this person. Like it's never about food, right? It's never about takeout. It's about, oh, maybe my sister never listens to me. Maybe, you know, like we have horrible communication with each other, whatever it might be. I'm not saying this is actually true, but maybe it is, you know? Um, it's it might like it might be those things but then it comes out in like delivery orders or like ordering food for the table and it becomes things that are supposed to be fun and again communal activities turn into like really personal things i feel like there's no real way to get rid of your ego and in the same way that i talk about most topics again on this show The only real thing you can do is like be aware of it and hopefully not let it impact or affect your life too much. But again, like I just have a problem with this because I'm just like, how, you know, because I feel like, again, when you are reacting to a pattern of behavior, if you're constantly feeling disrespected, are you just supposed to like be like shrug, like whatever, like, I guess, even if it's food, if it's something stupid, like, are you just supposed to ignore the fact that this thing is making you feel like shit? because it's rubbing on a feeling or a pattern of behavior that you feel like you're constantly exposed to and that you're constantly like bearing the brunt of. Um, Like, I don't know. I think, I think it's, I think it's a genuinely hard sort of thing to work around. And like, again, I feel like with most episodes, I tell you like, oh, like, and just be self-aware and like, you'll be good. And again, with ego, I'm just like, I don't even know if we should like get rid of ego. Like, I almost wonder, like, do you need it? Even though it's like clearly like a self-preservation type of thing. Like maybe we need it. Maybe we need it to feel like, again, like, like, okay, maybe it shouldn't come up with like normal conversations, but I also don't think it's a bad thing to be like, I'm being, I feel disrespected by this person. I almost think, okay, revolutionary thought that entered my head. I almost feel like it's like a warning signal a little bit of like, if you feel like that all the time, this person never asks for my input. This person never like cares about what I have to say. I'm constantly feeling disrespected. And again, it's coming out at like, not, not in time for like the person is actually disrespecting you. That's I think the time to be aware when you're like, oh shit, you know, like, This person never cares about the fact that I have dietary restrictions and they order meat every time I hang out with them. And like, that means like they literally just don't care about the fact that I'm not going to have anything to eat at this restaurant. Um, That I feel like is 
that's when you pay attention. These are all clues to the fact that like you're in probably like a shitty relationship. And that doesn't mean chuck all your relationships to the side and like fuck that person and that person's a bad person. But it means you're you like something is wrong. And I feel like one has to acknowledge the fact that something is wrong. Um it's indicative of a larger of like a larger problem within your relationship if you're constantly feeling like that of like oh you never think about me or you never consider my feeling about the fact that I can't eat like meat and you order meat all the time um i think it's it's just like it's like a it's a symptom of your problems with another person and i feel like i'm just like i I'm genuinely, I want to be like just completely transparent. I'm struggling with this topic because I don't feel like it's a topic that I fully um, digested and gotten past. Um, I feel like I still have a lot of issues with ego. I feel like it's not something that I feel like I can fully control in my life. It's not something that I feel like I can be fully aware of because when it comes out, I'm in a very emotionally, um, you know, charged place. And when you're, when you're feeling emotionally charged, you often, it's really hard for you to come back down and sort of not feel like hurt and offended. It's hard for you to think clearly and rationally. Um, so it's really something where I, I genuinely just don't feel like I've it's not something I can I can talk about right now that is super analytical, which is why I'm kind of just I'm just kind of shouting my thoughts, whatever they are. They're not fully organized, but because I don't feel like this is something that I've I can really even think about in a super clear way. You know, like I've thought about a lot of the other stuff. I have like clear examples, you know, body dysmorphia, all of that stuff. This one, I feel like I've just had a lot of recent run-ins with my ego and I'm just like Jesus Christ how do I control you you're like you're literally an animal you are literally a uncontrollable feral animal and it's like how do I get you back on the leash or how do I think about you in a more like critical and um analytical way for you for it to not just like totally take control of me and like for me to to lose it and and basically be like this person never respects me that's like a great way you know a great example of your ego just taking control and being like this person never respects me this person has never like this person has never respected me um for for you know small things um whether it be like this person not making time to come to your apartment or, you know, whatever, whatever might be. I feel like I'm getting like in, I'm like thinking about all the stuff where like my ego has, um, affected the quality of my relationships. And I'm just like, wow, it's almost too many. Um, yeah. I mean, again, I, I wish I had more to kind of say on it in like a clear organized fashion, but yeah, it's genuinely probably one of, like, the hardest topics I've talked about on here. And now, I mean, like, here's the rub. Like, to sort of start to, like, conclude this. Like, do I have any advice on how to overcome ego? 
Um, again, it's probably, it's one of the biggest things I battle with on a day to day besides depression and like spoiler alert, it definitely makes my depression worse. Um, and the reason I hate it so much is that anything else that like it, like it affects relationships, it affects relationships that I genuinely care about and I'm unable to talk to people I love in a way that's productive for everyone. And I immediately go to like, I'm being disrespected. That's the route I go to. Um, so I guess at this point, my question to all of you is how have you overcome ego? How do you overcome ego? Are there tactics? Are there ways of thinking that you've thought about? Um, honestly, like at this point, I'm the one who needs advice for it. So if you have advice, feel free to reach out on TikTok or Instagram or however you want to reach out because yeah, I want to share your advice because I'm at a loss on this particular topic. Okay. I mean, anyway, it's not great to feel like I'm at a loss because I really am. Like, I do feel like I've, you know, I'm, I'm really aggressively going into this healing journey and I want to document it and I want people to be helped by it. Um, but, um, yeah, I think this is like the best, most perfect example of the fact that like, I am on this journey with you and I, there are stuff that I still don't really know. And it's hard for me to be like a guide through all of it. Um, so yeah, I mean, again, I really appreciate everyone who listens, everyone who, you know, want like participates even if you like want to send me some stuff, I'm happy to look at it. And um, I really appreciate it. Uh, as mentioned, this episode was just like kind of difficult for me. So uh, yeah, I appreciate everyone listening. Um, and, you know, recommend recommend the show to a friend. Recommend it to people who are who are going through it. Talk about ego with your pals, honestly. I feel like we don't talk about it enough. Slash we don't name it. Like, this is... I've given it a name now. So, like, talk about it with people. Um, and, yeah, that's that's basically it. That's basically the show. And... Again, recommend it to pals. Follow me on Instagram, TikTok, the whole shebang. And I'll see you guys in the next one.